It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, excuse me, Hunter. Apparently, you're afraid of my words. Uh, here <laughs> oh. I'd like to reclaim my time, Mr. Chairman. Wow, that's too bad. Do you ever look at this clown show in Washington sometimes and just wonder, how, how is our country even running? I don't know. That was such a joke yesterday. Hunter comes walking into that subcommittee. I, the, the, pro, the, the funny part about it is he knew exactly what he was doing because the subcommittee oh, yeah. was talking about finding him in contempt of Congress oh, yeah. and actually charging him with crimes. And here he comes waltz, waltzing in with his team of attorneys. And who was the guy that looked like an old country music star sitting next to uh, him? Just another sleazeball. Apparently, they're made. This is part of a documentary he's making. Oh, yeah, oh yeah. So this is they had cameras ready to go oh. and everything. So that just a mockery of this entire does, thing. Does, I tell you what, out of this situation, he was the power player here, and I hate to say it, he won. He he, won. This is wow. him barging into a committee, saying you can't. I'm untouchable, and leaving in the middle of it. That 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 was that's exactly what that was. <laughs> So and let me ask you this, though. Uh, you said this was part of a documentary. Does the documentary include the, the hookers and the, and the drugs and everything oh, no. else? Should be interesting to see. Yeah. Here's, but yeah uh, he, he makes just... it into the hallway, and I guess, I guess he, was the, he wasn't talking. His attorney was, though, but somebody fired off this question. Quiet and let me make a statement, okay? What kind of crack do you normally smoke, Mr. Biden? What kind of crack <laughs> do you smoke, Mr. Biden? That's all they got out of him. <laughs> kind of crack. What a clown show. Oh my goodness. And then there were, and then because mm. of, you know they had Democrats on this subcommittee who were in the position of having to defend this guy. So they're like trying to defend him like he is of character or something. They know he's a dirtbag too. Yeah, Nancy Mace, uh, she got she was probably the only one that got the five minutes in. Yeah. And and she she said some very disparaging things about Hunter Biden. But the guy who's the guy standing next to Comer? He's kept on defending him. Like, I think sit down. That one of them was Jamie Raskin. Oh, that's he, who he it was, was one of them. He's just I, I was like, shut I up. You can't even pretend anymore these people are for real. You're right though. Here was Nancy Mace. Who bribed Hunter Biden to be here today? That's my first question. Um, Second question, you are the epitome of white privilege, coming into the oversight committee, spitting in our face, ignoring a congressional subpoena to be deposed. What are you afraid of? You have no balls to come up here. (laughs) Mr. Chairman, point of inquiry. There's the guy. And then he left. Yeah. Well, he left when Marjorie Taylor Greene questioned, but he was there for, you know. He didn't show up when he was actually subpoenaed, no. but he shows up for this thing. Yeah, didn't he? Okay, because when I was on vacation, didn't he show up at a press conference and then walked away? He had the podium set up. Yep, and says, see you later, bye. See you later, bye. I'm not going to. I can't. God forbid I should be seen behind closed doors with the subcommittee because they're going to change my words. <laughs> yeah. And they're going to just l- release excerpts that make me look bad. <sighs> okay. Sure they are. Boy. I'm like, okay. What a mess. really is. It's, it's quite entertaining, actually. All right, to get out of the uh, swampy world of politics for a second, we'll go into the even swampier world of media. So this drama thing has been going on with Pat McAfee, Aaron Rodgers, Jimmy Kimmel. It's all tied into one. Pat McAfee does a sports show on uh, ESPN. Okay. And he's been under pressure because of his guest, Aaron Rodgers, who like said things like this. So my whole point is, listen, they lied to us uh, many times over. They uh, locked us up. They uh, closed our businesses. Because he was talking about, you know, the COVID response and all that. Exactly. Aaron Rodgers, who was a weekly guest on this Pat McAfee show, has been bounced. He's out. (laughs) For the rest of the season. He's just gone. (laughs) See you later. Bye. So pretty clearly Pat McAfee kind of caved to his uh, Disney ABC bosses, and I get that. But don't you get the feeling, because they're still friends, don't you get the feeling it was like a handshake deal? It's like, hey. Take the heat off me. It's just like, don't do the appearance anymore, and we'll just, you know, we'll call it a day. It's what it seemed like. Well, probably. I mean, if they were good friends to begin with, yeah. you know. Uh, but you also, didn't you guys tell me that McAfee pays these guys to be on his show? Well, they all do. It's, you know, they're, anybody anybody on TV gets paid. <laughs> so he, he gets, like, like you know, Aaron Rodgers needs the money since he's not playing football anymore, but getting paid millions to do it. Uh, yeah, I think he just got what Pat McAfee did was the ABC said uh, either shut up or uh, we're going to fire you and no more paycheck. 
Yeah, that's pretty much what it was. And so, yeah, if, if they're good friends, if he and Aaron Rodgers are good friends, you can only hope that he called them up and said, listen, bud, I'm going to lose my job if I keep on having you on as a guest. Do me a favor and, and just let me announce that, you know, you're no longer going to be on the show. I mean, it's what it seems to be. I'm kind of assuming there. I think so. Because you can't just all of a sudden, you know, that would be pretty bad if he just ratted the guy out and dropped him. Oh, boy. Yeah, well, you know what? Stranger things have happened. When it comes down to money in your job, people do strange things. Strange things. Speaking of TV, something awesome has been happening here. And I think it's getting a lot of people back into this show. Great music. 25th anniversary this week. Actually, today of The Sopranos, 25 years ago. So they've come out with all kinds of behind-the-scenes things, extra scenes, things never shown. No redo of that ending, though. Oh, that ending was horrible. That was a bad ending. That was just horrible. Uh, it lasted six seasons. It won 21 Emmy Awards. This is this is what got me the most, though, because I watched this from beginning to end. Yeah. I, I remember it came out. It was a big deal. You know, oh, if you're an Italian, you had to watch it. It was one of those things. But James Gandolfini, he died in 2013. It's been that long. Wow. And he I, died so young. Oh, yeah. He was wasn't it a heart attack? I think it was had, a heart attack. Or yeah. an aneurysm or something like that. Oh, but anyway, geez. he was he was really young when it happened. But I was like, 2013? That's, you know, that's a long time ago. Seems like it was just yesterday. But today, the 25th anniversary of the debut of The Sopranos. I remember watching an F- I think it was an interview with some FBI guys or something that were retired. And they said, the, these are cases we worked on. This, these scripts are way too close to really? like, yeah, So they, yeah, they had a lot of what? <laughs> so somebody in New Jersey in the yeah, police they, department was feeding them information. Yeah, they had a lot. They had a lot of things like that. But it's, it was a, it was a great show, though. It really was, except for the ending. Yeah, the ending was terrible. Think about this, guys, mm. and the character development. It led to many of the shows on Netflix now, like The Son of Anarchies and all those things, the character development, all the different characters and how good. they meld together, all came from The Sopranos. And they had the only star, if you look at the old, the first season of The Sopranos, the top listing of all of them, any of all the actors we know now from that show is Lorraine Bracco. She was That's the, right. She was the only name that anybody knew when they first started that so show. So true. She was, James, t- she, she was top billing. Yeah, James Gandolfino was just new. Yep. Uh, you knew who he was, but he was like, oh, who's this kid? Total unknowns. I, I like that. I'm going to blow you guys' minds mm. Uh-oh. Real, real quick before we go to break. I'm going to blow your mind going into break. All right. Okay. James Gandolfini, which I can't believe you blew my mind, Jen. He passed away in 2013. He was only 52 years old. Yep. Born yeah, he was in 1961. Young. So 25 years ago, right? So that means Soprano started in 1999. He was 38 years old. That's insane. He's as, he was as old as me. I'm going to be 38 this year. He was as old as me when he started The Sopranos. He looked like he was in his 50s. Right. Yeah. How is that uh, possible? I don't know. He was my age when he started The Sopranos. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like he was 55, 60 in this show. That's yeah. wild. Wow. They may probably make a, did a lot to do with it, I'm sure. But, yeah, I guess so. But yeah. man, what a... What a great show. Yeah, what a career, too. And it had a lasting legacy, too. I mean, a lot of people who were inspired. Like you said, Jen, make TV now were inspired by The Sopranos. I don't know. He died in Rome. I forgot about that. Yeah, he was on Yeah, the wasn't he on vacation? Yeah. yeah. I was yeah. sad. I got to go back and watch the show, because I never, I never got to watch The Sopranos. Really? So, yeah, so, I'm, so that's like one of those shows I need to go back, like, okay, let me, let me see this song. series. The sun grated my nerve. Oh. I was ready to <laughs> Chrissy. <laughs> Slap right. him around a few times. Some more headlines coming up next. Shock from the sports world. <gasps> and uh, Vivek the Schwam, he says he's laid out the whole plot. Oh, what all this whole political thing is happening. What's, what's going to happen here? Does he gain a lot of fame and in, in maybe backing if his rumor here comes true? If I don't his prediction? know. I really don't know. Because if they don't come true, it's going to look pretty bad. Yeah, it's going to look stupid. I don't know. And did Trump reveal his VP pick? <gasps> no. What's coming up next? The self Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Crimson Tide wins the national championship. The Bear would be proud. We heard that, at least in Alabama, six times. Nick Saban shocked the sports world yesterday by walking away. Wow. And that had repercussions. And then we had Pete Carroll in the NFL, and now we got another one this morning. Looks as though the Patriots and Bill Belichick are parting ways. Wow. This is confirmed by uh, Adam Schefter and Mike Reese from ESPN. It just uh, just kind of broke when we were in the commercial break there. Uh, 24 seasons, six championships. That's incredible. Six to, he's the second all-time winningest coach. He's about to become the uh, what he because he's going to coach again. He's he's going to become the first. Oh, does he go and take Pete Carroll's place? 
And Seattle? Oh, that's open now, too, because that was a shocker as well. You're right. I don't know. So you got Seattle. Who else? Washington, Atlanta, uh, Chargers, Tennessee. Those are the openings now. I think there's another one somewhere, but that's about it. Wow. He's got a lot of choices. I would assume. So let me ask you this. This is what I don't know. Since he was, he he is now no longer the coach of the Patriots, at least Mm -hmm. according to all reports, they're parting ways. Can other teams now talk to him, or could they talk to him before? There, see, that was part of the thing of the Boston media is that they they were there were plans underway like in December. Like okay, they was talking about discussions of compensation. What would that be? But that's another part of this, though, is that he has got a year left in his contract, and the Patriots have made it known that he was under contract. But taking the high road, which is what Bob Kraft does, they're not going to like insist on any compensation. So that doesn't limit his choices. Oh, to go so where he, he wants. can he yeah. can leave. Okay. Guy wins six championships. You, you earn the right to do that. Yeah. Well. Look at that! The, look at the changes in head coaches just in the past twenty four hours. And, and between well, college got just the I mean got thrown on its head yesterday when Nick Saban said he was leaving. That even shocked me. I was like, "Holy cow!" I thought about this too with the Saban thing because he's such close friends with Belichick. I thought, but, "Oh my God, Bill's going to hear this and go, all right, it's time for a change." <laughs> if if Nick's leaving, I'm leaving too. Oh, what if they end up somewhere together? What if Belichick goes to, like, Tennessee and takes Saban with him? Belichick goes to Alabama, <laughs> roll tide. <laughs> I don't know. Has an NFL coach ever gone back and gone down to the college level? Oh, yeah. Oh, of yeah? Of course. Okay. Yeah. I yeah, don't know. It just Crazy. broke. Fox News just broke it, so it now it is official. Bill Belichick. Parting ways after 24 seasons. Yeah, 24. Oh, that's wow. so sad. I was, I really was hoping they'd get a draft pick for it, though, because then that would have meant Bob Kraft traded a first-round draft pick for him, won six championships, and hopefully got a draft pick for him back. It would have been the greatest swindle of all time. <laughs> By the way, he was born in Tennessee. Yeah. With his, so his what are the odds? coaching. He goes back to Tennessee? I don't know. Very interesting. It should be, yeah. Interesting to see what happens with the Pats to see who they bring in. It'll be somebody... On staff now, but somebody in Patriots culture. That's what's happening. Wow. Really? How about that? What, what, Jeez, a, things what a have seismic changed. shift in the sports world. Yeah, my gosh, you're right. Within the past 24 hours, Bill, can you can I just throw out a wild card for you? Because you've yeah. talked about this before. Would it be possible, and they have a coach, but if he comes knocking at the door, would they really say no? Would it be possible that Belichick just surprises everyone Goes to college and coaches Navy. He would. Uh, he wants to. He he said he's want. He's wanted to do that before. I mean, coach yeah, but he's Navy? fifteen yeah. wins away from the all time record. Right, winning in the NFL. Right, I, I think he's, Don Shula. I think he wants to go to another NFL team. Yeah, and then when he's about eighty, we'll probably like, I don't know, coach a high school team or a college, probably coach lacrosse somewhere. Right, he's <laughs> not going to stop coaching though. It'll be here. He's going to FAU. Breaking news. <laughs> it's going to FAU. He does have that house over here yeah, really that he just proud bought. To be, proud to be coaching the Owls this year. <laughs> That's really right. excited about coaching the team. We're going to have the FAU coaches show. Belichick's going to be at Duffy's in St. Andrews. That's right. It's going to happen. He's going to show up. <laughs> He's looking for an hour gig on 640 over there. Yes. Wow. <laughs> Let's go. I don't know. I love it. Well, wow, what amazing! So the whole sad. landscape of of football has changed between college and the NFL in 24 hours. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? <laughs> Boy, it comes in threes, right? Well, there you go. Pete Carroll, Nick Saban, and Bill Belichick. The past 24 hours. Unreal. Didn't Boy, another guy? Didn't a bunch get fired like two days ago too? Yeah, I mean, the, you know, there was, was still Vrabel? Mike Vrabel, who Mike played Vrabel. for Belichick on the Patriots. This is a massive... Th- oh, by the way, this, that was another thing. That would have been a pretty big sports story if it wasn't for, like, Nick Saban, Pete Carroll, and Belichick. Right. Part of the reason Tennessee is saying he got fired, the Pats made him uh, part of their Hall of Fame, and he didn't dispel rumors about becoming a Pats head coach someday. Uh, that's Tennessee, why they fired him? They have, a, they have a very emotional female president in charge of the Tennessee Uh-oh. Titans right now. She didn't take that to... Oh, too uh-oh. kindly, apparently. Well, come on. They're running on emotion up there. Jeez. So that's enough. See, that's more drama in at least the uh, the uh, Patriot sports story. What former Patriot is going to be the coach of this thing? Because it could be three of them. Well, you see, and that's the thing, right? Because we said just about, we were just talking about saving before this broke, and we said who would want to take over? Who would want to follow the greatest college coach yeah, of all time? A lot of pressure. Now the question is who wants the pressure of following Belichick? It's it's tough, man. I know. I mean, when, when Don Shula retired... Jimmy Johnson came in for the yeah. Dolphins. So I think that's really probably your only precedent 
when it comes to like legendary coaches leaving their team, someone who was there for you know twenty plus years. But Jimmy Johnson was already a big name. He had won championships with the Cowboys. He had won championships with the Hurricanes. He came in a bigger, a huge name, right? So you know that wasn't the issue there. The Pats' plan is, I think, I think a one choice is Gerard Mayo, who's been they've been grooming He's to good. take over the team. But this Mike Rabel thing is a massive. Massive. He's already had six. He was coach of the year in the NFL two years ago. It makes sense. And a Patriots legend. Yeah. He knows the Patriots way, as they say. You're so. not kidding. It makes know. sense if they, they just kind of transition him in there. It's going to be really interesting. What about your boy Josh McDaniels, though? Uh, at least for offensive coordinator. I don't know. Wow. What a change. This is Whoa. insane. What a change. Always something interesting. We just Boy. talked for 12 minutes about sports. Oh, this is fantastic. <laughs> and next. And the playoffs are this weekend, too. Oh, by the way, we need to talk about a rapid fire, a little bit of the playoffs. You, I think your chances of winning just increased, Diener, because really? the Chiefs have gone full Taylor Swift. Oh, my no. God. Did you see the video? No. <gasps> Oh. We'll play some of it for you in rapid fire, <laughs> okay. maybe, or at least after that. They have gone full Taylor Swift. Yeah. I will take any encouraging sign I can for that game Saturday night. Despite, despite the minus 30 degree temperatures, yes. the Taylor Swift may derail them. Okay. I Good. don't know. I like that. <laughs> we, have, we have headlines, too, in rapid fire. It's coming up next, just past bottom of the hour, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. With everything going on, I think it's the busiest 12 hours of news we've ever had. Like, ever. In I, I every single right. category. I will leave the sports to you two, considering you know more about it than I do. I will leave this to me. And I was really ticked off when this came across yesterday. Letitia James gets to do the closing arguments. Donald Trump will not. Huh. Late yesterday afternoon, Judge Arthur Engeron <laughs> rescinded his offer took away the permission for Trump to deliver closing arguments today in his case in New York City. Not only that, he asked for a delay because his, uh, Jesus, we were to call her a mother-in-law, but he was. She passed away, uh, Melania's mom, and they denied that. Yeah. A nope. simple delay in the trial. No, nope, can't do that. These people are evil. So, yeah, uh, and Garon, the judge said it was because there were certain things that he couldn't, like, he couldn't disparage the staff. He couldn't talk about stuff that had happened in the past that wasn't brought up in the courtroom already. That he didn't know, you know, the legalese and the legal, you know, restraints that he had. So he said, forget it. You're not going to be able to speak. So it'll be one of his attorneys who does closing arguments today. I was bummed. What a shame. It's got to be so incredibly frustrating for Trump to not only be, you know, just in the amount of court cases that he's entangled in, but all of them are kangaroo courts. Uh, it's crazy. All of them. Uh, it's, it's, this just kills me. This, <laughs> it's this unbelievable. Me. Should be interesting to see. Well, with the uh, sports news, now there's all kinds of politics, too, to talk about, but the sports news that happened over the past 24 hours, Pete Carroll out in Seattle, that was a shocker. Nick Saban out in Alabama, that was the biggest shock of all. Not so surprising, but still big news. Bill Belichick out in Foxborough as coach of the Patriots. Uh, there's going to be, they, they just released, there's going to be a uh, Belichick-Bob Kraft joint news conference tomorrow, I think noon oh, from wow. Foxborough, which would be interesting. But these factoids about Nick Saban are coming out year, uh, every little bit. Six championships at Alabama, seven in his career. Listen to this for a second. Just, just think about this. At his time at Alabama, it'll end with every single player that played four years. And that was a lot of them, right? Okay. Four-year uh, uh, players. Every single one of them won at least one national championship. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. <laughs> that's, that's why you can recruit on that. And that, that's another big gaping hole in the sports world. Who, who's who, gonna, who takes that job? Who's going to take his? Who's his assistant coaches? I don't even know any of them. Does anybody know any of them? Well, that's the funny thing is that his coaching tree is wild, yeah. Nick Saban. He brought in Lane Kiffin. And, you know, I've, and well, then he's here, isn't he? Wasn't he, he, he here? used to be, right. So Lane Kiffin coached him. Steve Sarkeesian coached with him. Now he's the coach at Texas. They were just in the playoff. And these guys leave all the time. It's in their contract. They can just move. So it could, it literally could be anybody. It really could. They can just leave. Could be. They'll have their choice of any coach they want. I mean, Kirby Smart coached with him. He's the head coach at Georgia. He's won two national right. championships. His coaching tree is just ridiculous. What if they want Lane Kiffin back? It's possible. Yeah. I mean, he's a name that's out there. It's, it's, my gosh, but you're talking about, just just real quick on that, and then I'll go to another story, but you think about, you named all three of those things, Pete Carroll, Nick Saban, Bill Belichick, 
if today we were just talking about one of those names, yeah, it would be, be a big story. Right, exactly. And all and they three. got three of them. It's just a massive change in the sports scene. And what they, you know, it transcends sports, those names being so big. They, it really is big news stories. And with Alabama itself, it literally changes the economy of Alabama. Yeah. Not the school, the state. Right, he right. Was, he was the, the highest paid state employee because Alabama is a state school. And what he meant to that actual school and the amount of money he brought in was unbelievable. Well, just think if you're a high school football player right now and you were planning on going yeah. to Alabama. It's an do issue. You, do you change your mind? Came in 2007. They paid him over his career $130 million. That's a oh. lot of money, right? He brought in with tuition, TV contracts, and other marketing money and, and, and merch. Nick Saban brought in a billion dollars oh, to that school. Oh, my gosh. So that's why you look at how much college coaches make too much. Not according to that, a hundred thirty million bucks is a drop in the bucket. Yeah, he got a tenth of what he brought in. What a story! Wow. I I would not like to be the person who replaces him. No, right? Because you have mm. to live live up to that legacy, and you don't win the first. But then again, think of all the high school kids right now who are planning on going to Alabama or trying to get into Alabama, well, thinking he's gone. I heard there's a bunch of decommits already. Yeah, really. Which is pretty natural. That's a heavy torch to carry. Yeah. Um, I'll just throw this one in real quick, Jen, and then I'll let you go. The yeah. uh, this is kind of disturbing, actually. So studies show. Uh-oh. Bottled water. We've talked about bottled water before. Kind of, you know, kind of it's iffy sometimes. Well, now new studies have come out saying that it contains 100 times more plastic particles than we previously thought. That's not good. So our whole bodies are full of plastic That's right correct. now? Don't yes. let them sit in the sun. No. Yeah, it they release become like, yeah, like, right. doesn't it like leach carcinogens yeah. or something? Yeah, not good. Yeah, don't leave a water. It's very so true. Don't leave a water bottle in your car and then drink it. It's... BPA, really isn't it? Isn't that the plastic? Uh, I guess. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Yeah. Wow. So just something to keep in mind. All right. I got better news than that. My goodness. I, know, I thought I actually got good news. The biggest cruise ship in the world right in our backyard oh. docked at Port Miami yesterday. Royal Caribbean's icon of the seas. Now, according to Royal Caribbean, the ship can hold 7,600 guests, 2,350 crew members. Oh, my goodness. It's a floating city. It has its own water park, a flow rider, wave simulator, seven pools, nine whirlpools, an ice arena, mini golf course, 20 different ways to eat, all kinds of places. Uh, they start seven-day vacations. Prices for a single person start at 1700 bucks. That thing is its Ooh. own city. Wow. It is. It's massive. Wow. So anyway, want to go on a cruise? Give them a call. We've got right. more football to talk about. Actually, I was wrong. That uh, press conference with the Patriots is today at noon. Oh, so they uh, want to get that done right away. But speaking of football, this should yes. give you hope, Diener. Yes, I'll, I'll oh. take any hope you can give me, please. Well, it's going to be like minus thirty for that game. Yeah, Dolphins Chiefs Saturday night. Because the Dolphins fell apart and they have to go on the road now. Yep, they went from the second seed to the sixth seed. They got to play in Kansas City Saturday night. They got that massive cold front coming in. No, yeah. really, there oh, is hope. Yeah. Please. Taylor Swift has become all Chiefs all the time, apparently, and it hasn't really meant good things. No, they've had a they've, they've struggled had, a little bit. Yeah. It's been the worst statistical year of, of Travis Kelsey's career. Uh, you know, listen, I don't know if there's a connection or not, but listen. Is she going to be there at the game? She'll be there, but there's a promo video now. Oh. oh, it is all Taylor Swift. It's from the Chiefs. They produced it. Really? And they actually, what's his first name? Travis, right? Yep. They call him Travis Swift Kelsey. Uh oh. That's not good. Oh and then boy. they show her in the stand. They show her more in this promo reel <laughs> than the football team. This feels like a Yoko Ono curse, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it kind of does. does. <laughs> it feels that way. Uh, Taylor Swift, by the way, there's more news about her. Listen to this. What kind of an impact? Why is she everywhere these days? Here's why. She makes up 1.7% of the entire U.S. record music market. Wow. According to last year's year-end report from uh, Luminate, the entertainment data company, no surprise, record-breaking uh, global tour. The report estimates one in every 78 audio streams in the U.S. was Taylor Swift's song. Now, it sounds <laughs> like you're only one out, of, one out of 78, but think of how many streams are actually out there. She's her own economy. That's incredible. Massive. Oh, my gosh. Massive. She might be a trillionaire soon. I wonder, That's though. That's incredible. My gosh, if, uh, man, hopefully the Dolphins can pull off the upset Saturday night. Ticket prices are going down, actually. I think because it's going to be so incredibly cold on well, the how, secondary market. Is it market. really going to be like 30 below? 
I mean, how it's going to be gonna close. Be? Yeah, the it's wind chill is going to be like mi- minus twenty. That place will be packed, though. Yeah, they don't be. care. They've lived. They've lived through it before. I will go to uh, Patriots great James White, who's Miami, who t- who's from Miami. Yeah, but he talked about this before. <laughs> they asked him about it on a podcast. He goes, "Ooh, if you haven't practiced in that, it hits you like a brick." Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> it's uh, run the ball. That's all I can say. As much you know, passing and receiving talent that Miami has, run uh, the ball. Can they that wear wins. heated gloves? Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. gloves. Depends if you want to, really. Um, well, speaking of the cold, I'll finish off with this because this is going to be, I think, a big story early next week. There is a massive cold front coming. To us? Actually, yeah, well, throughout the country. And actually, part of it is, like, the beginning of it is what the Dolphins are going to experience in the Kansas City game Saturday night. They're talking about close to 270 million people starting at the beginning of next week experiencing below average temperatures, well below average temperatures. That's almost the entire country. Oh, my goodness. It's a <laughs> cold snap. They're talking sustained temperatures of zero in Chicago. No. Yes. <laughs> there, it's and like, that's without the wind. This is like, oh, I, I think uh, Jim, now we know Jim Cantori tends to exaggerate things a little bit. He said it's going to be like the movie Day After Tomorrow where everything's just frozen. <laughs> <laughs> it's just this giant cold air is going to freeze the country. There's nothing worse than walking out in that, too, the first oh. thing in the morning and making your way to the car that's all ice. Hits you like a brick. Oh, Sustained like a brick. temperatures of zero in Chicago. Windy, too, throughout yeah. most of this. That's oh. terrible. So no watch thanks. out for uh, early next week. It's going to be quite the storm. And we'll have a beautiful weekend in South Florida. I hope so. <laughs> we can only hope. <laughs> we got more headlines coming up next. Uh, a lot happened in the political zoo world that's actually pretty entertaining. Hunter Biden being asked about crack pipes in the hallway of Congress. <laughs> you, so had, you had the also-rans debating. And Trump... He's the VP pick. He already knows who it is. Is he sharing? No. Not yet. <laughs> but we can speculate. Then more coming up next. The Self Loader Morning Show. Keep it here. Who would be in the running for a vice president? Well, I can't tell you that, really. I mean, I know who it's going to you be. Give us a hint. I'll give you. We'll do another show sometime. Well, what about any of the people who you've run against? Would you be open to mending fences with oh, any sure, of them? Oh, sure. I will. I will. I've already started like Christy better. Christy for vice president? I don't don't see it. I don't see it. That would be an upset. Christy for vice president. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to announce. Trump was top form last night. I'm sorry, Brett. I only say that to Hannity. I'll tell him who my VP pick is. (laughs) I'll call Hannity and text him. But he asked him about it. He says, mending fences. He says, I'm liking Christy already. And it was right after Christy announced he was dropping out of the race. I like him now. He's gone. Won't See be VP, later. though. No. But it's... if he's already had that person in mind, that means it didn't just come to mind this week either. Months in the making, whoever that person is. I, I still lean. It's got to be a female. I'm thinking it's, uh, what's her name from South Dakota? Christy Nome. Nome. Yeah. Could be. I don't know. But she's been very quiet. I haven't seen her out, you know, politically recently. Maybe that's why. That might be by design. It'll be somebody he hasn't come up with a disparaging nickname for, I'll tell you that well, much. And we're running out of candidates there, that's for <laughs> sure. Know, right? Jeez. <laughs> well, according to the Schwam, Ramaswamy, this is going to be one of the most important VP picks of all time because whoever, and throughout, they're trying to take Trump off the field no matter what it takes <laughs> before the election, probably even after the election. So whoever his VP pick is, is very important. So true. So let me ask you this. The Schwam comes out yesterday with one of his on-the-road videos, and he makes this prediction that after the Iowa caucuses, this will happen. And I'm thinking, if it doesn't happen, does he lose all credibility? Or if it does happen, does he gain voters? It would look pretty bad, but things can. T- but he did. He laid out. After all this, he's in the car and he did a. He laid out the plot, in a in a cell phone video. Here's his here's his take on the entire thing. The system wants to narrow this down to a two horse race between Donald Trump and a puppet who they can control, and it has become increasingly clear that puppet is not a Democrat. It's not even Gavin Newsom. It's Nikki Haley. It's in our own party. Well, today, one more step in that plot unfolds. Chris Christie drops out. Next up, I'm going to make a prediction. You're actually going to see Ron DeSantis join Nikki Haley's ticket. He's going to be her VP. The whole game, it's hiding in plain sight. Whatever it takes. And this system will stop at nothing. And I mean nothing. To eliminate Donald Trump from contention. Which is very scary. But the humorous part of it is, (laughs) he goes on to say... DeSantis is going to be Nikki Haley's VP pick, whether he wants it or not. 
And what he did was he laid out, and we're seeing this for the first time, really. The people who who determine presidents are the big money donors. Yeah. He also said he said DeSantis doesn't even know it's coming yet. He doesn't know it yet. But he's going to be the VP, and he doesn't have a choice. He's <laughs> going to be told you're going to be the vice presidential but candidate. What have we said about his presidential run? I don't think he had a choice about that either. He knew he knows DeSantis that his best shot was 2028. He knows that. But the big money donors said, well, you're going to run now, and you're our pick for that, or we're not going to give you any money for 2028, so you're but running now. I don't think he wanted to run now. I, I really don't. Well, it, especially now. Uh, you know what? He keeps on coming back to the state, and every time he comes back to the state, he does something good, it seems. Uh, so he needs to stay here. So I, I'm hoping that the Schwamm is wrong and that after the Iowa caucuses, there have been rumors that DeSantis is going to drop out and just come back to being governor. Who knows? I would like to see that. Well, I would too, but I don't want him to be president. Not now. And I think, unfortunately, I think he ruined his chances for 2028. Yeah, a lot of people, you know, fair or not, just don't like him now because he dared to run against Trump. All the, all the stuff that's thrown at him, the people says they say he wears high heels. <laughs> that that thing was raging around Christmas for about a month. <laughs> Holy cow. I mean, even Trump, it got through to Trump. Trump. Maybe Trump started it. I don't know, but he talked about it, too. He's going to be out of the race very soon. He's going to be out very soon. You know, I watched him last night. He's standing up with his shoes, his fancy shoes. Uh, <laughs> and he's going to be out of the race within, you know, a lot of people say before, before New Hampshire. They're boots. Oh, my goodness. They're boots with a heel. And they actually turned this into, they slung the mud to call him to say that the Santa's wears high heels. <laughs> God. We've only just begun 2024. Oh, this is insane. This is it's crazy. Oh. I, I don't know what's crazier, the sports world or the political world. I do, who knows? It's all entertaining. Who knows? It's crazy. It know. really is. But, you know so. what the thing is with the, with the, the coaching changes? Uh, Nick Saban, Pete Carroll, Bill Belichick. There are also some of the top paid executives in the country. you got to look at it that way. So if any industry lost that <laughs> wow, three right. of the top executives in 12 hours... That's a that's a massive thing. Yeah, but two didn't have a choice. One left on his own. Yeah. So what does Saban do? Does he just go off into the sunset and we never, you know, he shows up every now and then on a sports show to do an interview or well, an Alabama game? I heard Vivek Ramaswamy just said he doesn't have a choice. He's going to be Nikki Haley's VP. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki Haley, Nick Saban, twenty four. I have one They'd for you guys. Win. <laughs> They'd They'd win. Win. They might. They'd win. I have one for you guys. Yes. I saw someone write. Nick Saban has the chance to do the funniest thing of all time, and they just put up a graphic of Tommy Tuberville versus Nick Saban in his Senate race for Alabama. <laughs> oh, that's right, too. That's right. He used to be the coach at Auburn. Oh, that's I forgot so about true. that. It's Imagine Roll Tide that. versus War Eagle. Yeah. The Iron Bowl for the wow. Senate. Jeez. <laughs> what a shocker. I don't think that's so, going to happen. Okay, so then Bill, but so Pete Carroll gets ousted. How many seasons was he with was he Washington, right? Uh, yeah, with Seattle, what, 15 I think years? it was about 15. He was with yeah. USC before that, and the Pats before that. Yeah, he, uh, coached right. the Patriots for four years. Does does somebody pick him up? Does he go somewhere? I think a lot of these coaches, they're not going to be unemployed long if they want to. Some some struggling franchise, they'd hire Pete Carroll in a nanosecond. Absolutely. Even though they don't care about the age. Where's Belichick go? He's what, 71? The early, 72. 72. The, the early, I guess, you know, speculation would be Washington and uh, Atlanta, the Falcons. Yeah, Those are the two teams they're talking or about. San Di- or uh, I keep calling them San Diego. The L.A. Chargers. I right. don't know. Washington makes a lot of sense. Go back in the NFC East. Right. Where he made his mark of the Giants. I don't know. Who knows? He could could pick today. He'll be unemployed for about six hours if he wants to be. Well, I think he's going to be at the Square Grouper tonight around 8 o'clock. Maybe. I'm going to stop by and have a drink. Him and Saban (laughs) hanging out together, having a drink over at the Square Grouper. They might. I really thought, I swear to God, last night when I heard about Saban, I thought about this. I said, oh, God, Bill's going to hear this. He's going to go, all right, maybe it's time to leave. You know, Nick's done. I'm out. You know, Big Cat Bill, you you, you know Big Cat Bill from uh, Barstool. Yeah. This guy's a big Barstool personality. He writes, Bill Belichick, because they're good friends, if you don't know. Bill Belichick and Nick Saban go way back together. He, he goes, they're like the married couple who you married for 75 years and then die within hours of each other. Oh, yeah, probably. <laughs> They just both retired within 12 hours of each other. They've been, well, not t- retired, they've been but. tied together for like 50 years. Yes. Uh, does Saban have a house down here? Because Belichick lives right near Ad- Admiral's Cove. It's near there. I know where he lives. I don't want to say where it is. I don't know. No? They're, they are very rich people. I know that much. Saban's retired. Belichick's still going to coach, just to correct myself. Oh, yeah. All right. We've got uh, <laughs> a lot to cover coming up next. Crazy world of politics. Hunter Biden uh, made a stunt appearance at Capitol Hill. Isn't that fun? I, you know, I never thought I could dislike him any more than I do. And I did yesterday. And we lost another great in 2024. We did? Fruit Stripe Gum.
Wasn't it gone already? <laughs> Pour one out for fruit stripe gum. It is no more worst gum ever made. By the way, might it be the might be the worst candy of all time. I have to go to Cracker Barrel to find some of these before they're gone. <laughs> yes. they're it's the only place they sell. It's going to cost you twenty five bucks <laughs> for five of them. All right, Gosh. we'll tell you why. That and more coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk eight fifty WFTL. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, excuse going? me, Hunter. Oh, Apparently, you're afraid of my words. Whoa! Uh, <laughs> oh! I like to reclaim my time, Mr. Chairman. Wow, that's too bad. Ever stop and wonder like how this country actually runs with that clown show up there? That was actually yesterday in an actual committee in Congress, and Hunter Biden shows up as a stunt. As a stunt with his attorneys, and then... And then left. Uh, and then, uh, I, who was the Democrat that was standing next to Comer that kept on defending Hunter Biden? I was like, okay, you're Which a jerk. Which sounded ridiculous. He didn't even believe it. It's like, sit down and he, be quiet. He didn't believe and, his own words. And, I think it was Jamie Raskin. And, and Comer's just sitting there losing total control of this sub committee the same oh, yeah. subcommittee that is basically they're talking about whether or not they should put hunter biden in prison or in jail for contempt of congress and here he comes wandering in just strolls right in and sits down in the audience with his attorneys and you said the guy with them on the facing him to his left was a producer yeah the guy that was laughing at mm-hmm. nancy mace and marjorie taylor green right he's he's a friend of his and i guess he's the guy they're making a documentary. Oh, great. Like, Hunter Biden is making his own documentary about this stuff, and that'll be included in it. Because he's just so wonderful. They're walking on, they're thumbing their nose in America. That's crazy. You know what that statement was? That was, I'm getting away with whatever I want to, because I'm Joe Biden's crooked kid, yeah. and I can do whatever I want, and I'm here to show you that I am. That's, that's exactly what that was. But I like the question that he got asked in the hallway. That was the best part. Yeah, that was. I, uh, I don't know who it was that yelled the question. He's in the hallway after this clown show, and and his attorney was trying to talk. And some, I don't know who it was that got the question in, but it was this. Quiet and let me make a statement. What okay. Kind of crack do you normally smoke, Mr. Biden? What kind of crack <laughs> do you smoke, Mr. Biden? And then they walked away. I, I didn't know there were different kinds of crack. Me neither. Is there brands? I guess I don't know. But I was like, ah, it was just so ridiculous. Uh, the only person who really got to say anything to him was that Nancy Mace, and she went on forever. You get five minutes again, I guess. Yeah. But she kept on getting interrupted by the guy standing next to Comer. I was like, shut up and sit down. Let the woman talk. So it was, it was, it was a clown show. What a nightmare! Just a clown show. And then you have this wasn't surprising, but it was still, you know, uh, shuffling of the deck, so to speak. Chris Christie dropping out of the race. But then that wasn't even the story. The big story about him, and Trump even talked about it in his town hall. Chris Christie caught on a hot mic when it happened. And he kind of revealed the whole plan. Everybody wondered, why is Chris Christie running for president? He literally was polling at zero. Right. And he didn't zero. Have, he didn't make enough or he didn't have enough donations or enough contributions to even qualify for last night's town hall. <laughs> On CNN, so that's why it was just DeSantis and Nikki Haley. So he drops out, and then in a hot mic, I guess it was right before an interview was about to start, he's out there talking about how much money he was actually clearing. You know, he was a, it was more efficient. And then he talked about Nikki Haley. Yeah, I mean, look, she spent $68 million so far, just on TV. Spent $68 million so far, $59 million by DeSantis, and we spent twelve. I mean, who's punching above their weight and who's getting a return on their investment, you know? And she's going to get smoked. And you and I both know it. She's not up to this. It was all about return wow. on investment. We only spent $12 million bucks, and now I drop out, and now I can, I'm making 100000 more per speaking appearance, and I'll write more books. and I'll, it's, it's just that's the only reason why he was running. Isn't that sad? It's, it's very sad. But the, the funny part about it was it happened just before the town hall yeah. uh, that Trump had with Fox News. And he said, somebody, he said, are you going to bury the hatchet? I think uh, Brett Baer asked him the question. He goes, yeah. He goes, I'm already starting to like Chris Christie more like right it. after he, dumped, he dropped out of the race. Doesn't like anybody that runs against him. Uh, can you Except Ramaswamy. He hasn't said anything bad about him yet. Maybe he's the vice presidential candidate. I don't know. Boy, can you imagine those? Oh, no, I think they're, they're two, two A-types. They wouldn't get along. You talk about America first on one ticket, though. Oh, jeez. Yeah. That's A and A one right yeah, there. That that would be that. They, I don't think they'd be able to handle being in the same room together. And then uh, Chris Christie also in this hot mic moment said something about you kind of again, kind of like revealing behind the scenes. Apparently, according to him, DeSantis called him in a panic 
Yeah, because I guess he thought that Chris Christie was going to endorse Nikki Haley. Is that what he? he it seems like that's what he insinuates. I don't know what he's inferring here. She's still twenty points behind Trump in New Hampshire, right? Yeah. And, oh yeah. And he's going to he's still going to carry Iowa, right? Yes. Oh, he's. I t- you know, I talked to De- DeSantis called me, petrified that I would. He's probably getting out of Iowa. Well, oh, and that other guy said he's probably getting out after Iowa. Yeah. That's the rumor, anyway. But. Boy. Okay, so some people are saying that if if DeSantis doesn't do well in the Iowa caucuses on Monday, that he's going to drop out of the race altogether and just come back and be our governor. Others are saying, namely the Schwam, Ramaswamy, that it's already written that DeSantis doesn't even know it, but he's going to be (laughs) Nikki Haley's vice presidential candidate. That's my favorite thing. He doesn't know it. (laughs) It's like, okay. And and whether he wants to or not, he's going to have to be Nikki Haley's running mate. But see, they don't announce, unless she wins the nomination, you'll never know. Because she doesn't, I mean, that's when they announce when their their VP pick is. They got to get the nomination first. Uh, She'll still announce somebody. I I don't know. Who knows? It's a clown show at this point. It's ridiculous. All right, well, there was one other. We lost all these great coaches over the past 12 hours, but we Jeez. lost another great, well, all right, maybe not great. A coach? But a definite part of our childhood, fruit stripe gum. Oh, jeez. <laughs> they've finally given up trying to put flavor in that thing, and it's going away. It'll stop being manufactured uh, without a doubt, except for baseball card gum. The worst gum ever made in history. Yeah, you're right. That baseball card gum was like Neko's in baseball form. Oh, and it was like hard and crunchy. Oh, it was horrible. But Fruit Stripe, if you got 10 seconds of flavor out of that gum, man, you were doing something. that was the whole pack. It wasn't even one slice. (laughs) It's 55 years old. Yeah, it was around forever. Beech Nut Company. Remember the Beech Nut? Are they still around? The uh, Beech Nut Company? Or they get did they make juicy big. fruit? I, I think so, but 1969 is when they launched it. Wow. Ah, that's incredible. Now, well, Beech Nut now makes, they say, uh, baby and toddler food. That's it, the Beech Nut. Oh, the baby food is Beech Nut food. Boy, I hope it tastes better than Fruit Stripe Gum oh did. God. <laughs> it was awful. You, you're right, too. You had to like quadruple up pieces of gum oh, to get terrible. any flavor, and then yeah. it was still gone in 10 seconds. Yeah, it was awful. Awful. It was the gum you would chew if there was no other gum left. Yeah, but it came in a really <laughs> pretty package. Yeah, it had and that zebra. It had the little zebra. Yeah. Yipes was his name. Man. That was a clue on Jeopardy once. Was it really? Yeah, what was the name of the, 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 uh, the fruit-striped gum giraffe or whatever he was? Zebra. Zebra. Yes, well, he's gone. They he's used gone to come now. with the little tattoos. I think this was a little bit later on because they had tattoos. They no, did. I think they I do remember that. Yeah. Yes, it was probably late '90s, early 2000s. They did this thing where the gum wrapper would come with a t- like this ink on it, and you could use it as a tattoo and put it on your hand. We, I'm telling you, we would chew the gum and then we would take the little wrapper and yep. we would get the tattoo in our hand. I'm surprised we're still alive. Just I know. from drinking the gum, or <laughs> chewing, chewing the gum, and, and then, all that ink was leaking onto the gum dust. Oh, oh my gosh! <laughs> but gum right, dust. and the gum dust. Oh, I'm gonna miss fruit stripe. I'm sorry. Horrible, oh, horrible gum, I'm but we loved it. Well, if I find any at Cracker Barrel, now it's probably gonna go up in price. Like you can find it on eBay today for like 25 bucks yes. for five of them. Nobody's <laughs> paying that for fruit stripe gum. I'm sorry. <laughs> All Give right. it all to me. <laughs> all right, we got uh, more headlines coming up next. These massive college and pro coaching changes. Oh. We got that to talk about, and the 25th anniversary of one of the greatest shows of all time this week. And they've revealed some awesome stuff. They're doing a great job to honor it. I, I, I haven't started watching it. I mean, I've seen the whole show, but I mean the new one. The tell, recap. Tell you what, coming up next, the Self Loader Morning Show. Keep it here. This is in college. You're not at a home college. I, I, I understand. This is the Unless you're Bill <laughs> Keith Carroll or Nick Saban. Jeez. So the coaching, just the football industry, even if you want to like take the equation out of it that they're football coaches, these are three of the top paid executives in the country now who are free agents. It was the Saban announcement the most astonishing out of all of them? Yes, I think so. Because no nobody one, saw it coming. No, and, and, and you said, according to everybody that works with him, that he had a regular day yesterday, and at the end of the day, he walked into the president and said, yeah. see you later, or athletic director, whoever he gives his resignation to. wasn't a spur-of-the-moment decision, but went on his business as usual. Was recruiting, filling in you know, replacements for people on the staff they left, and then just, you know, the resignation happened. Wow, what happens to that program? <laughs> Holy cow. I don't know, but they can get whatever they want. College coaches are different, though. 
because they can get they have it into their contract. They can leave any time and go take another job. They work they work that into the contract. Well, it could be like Urban Meyer, go to your rival and then go to another rival. Yeah. You know, it's 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 interesting. They can get anybody they want. Pete Carroll that was kind of like rumored for years. He's out, and they that was a weird press conference, though. By the way. That was kind of strange because they they made it sound like it was mutual. He got yeah, fired. Yeah, he wasn't happy at that press conference. Here's what he said: We have mutually agreed uh, to set a new course and uh, for the club um, to to take on new leadership. Yeah. And somebody said, "Well, what are you going to do?" He goes, "I don't know." Nah. <laughs> it's like he goes, "I'm going home." It's like you could tell he was mad. I felt bad. And the not shocking at all, but still stunning news: Bill Belichick and the Patriots parting of the way. That actually is a mutual parting of the ways. Press conference coming at noon. In Foxborough today about that one. 24 and years. 24 years. How many titles? Six titles. Jeez. Was Unreal. Brady with him, with the exception of you know when he left, but was his entire career at the Patriots? Well, yeah, yeah, it's funny, yeah, because they drafted him in 2000. Yeah, that was his, yeah. Has right. he commented yet? I'm, I'm, no, I'm waiting. He will, he will, though. Wow. That's pretty Big amazing. changes. Boy. Look at it, in 12 hours. Yeah, that all happened. The Saban thing hit, what, around 6 o'clock last night? Yep. Something like that. I got an alert, and I went, Nick Saban retired? I was like, holy cow. Shockwave. It, it was. It was a shocker. And then I, I heard about the Pete Carroll thing later, and, I mean, we've talked about the Bill Belichick thing for a couple of weeks now because of the record that the Patriots had and blah, blah, blah. Right. But I still never thought they would part ways. I figured they'd keep him. I thought they were going to work around him, and, but if you're going to make a clean break, make a clean break. Wow. And move forward with a number three draft pick and all kinds of cap room. Interesting. I'm kind of excited about the future, though. Yeah, if you're gonna, it's a, it was a good year to stink. Really was. Yeah, so with true. the free agent class coming out, the talent that's in college football, okay, the, the particular coaches that are available now that are former Pats, it's it's weirdly lining up. So who's going? Who do you think is going to take Bill Belichick's place? I, I'm leaning now towards uh, Mike Rabel. Because that that may have played a factor in this. They didn't expect to fire him in Tennessee. So he gets fired in Tennessee. Right. And he used to coach with Belichick, right? No. No? But played with him. Won three titles with him. Mike Vrabel oh. was coach of the year in the NFL two years ago. And they just fired and him. And they fired him. Well, uh, look at Belichick. 24 seasons and six titles. See you later. One bad year. Bye. Yeah, pretty much. And I'll see you later. You're yeah, old. You're right. Get the hell out. Wow. It's kind of, you have no really longevity in that world. Not for long. That does, and, but Nick Saban, I think, was the biggest shocker. And all I could think about was poor Alabama. Poor Alabama, yeah. Yeah, like I care. But I bet you <laughs> Florida State's happy right now. Florida's happy right now. I think right everybody now. is. Although, well, you know, all these programs celebrating, though, I take a look at your head coach because I think they are all trying to angle for that job. All of every single one of them. Who wouldn't want to coach at Alabama? I don't. You know what? If I were a college football coach and I was really good, I don't think I'd want to go to Alabama. I don't want to follow that legacy. Well, that's true. I want to put somebody else in and yeah. be the fall guy, and then I'll come in. That's a good point. You want to yeah. be the guy that saves after the— Yeah, you're yeah. right. It's like, you know, when the, your friends have a divorce, you yep. hate the guy that she, all, she starts dating right away. You want the guy after that. <laughs> Same kind of thing. It's the only way I can relate. Oh, I think so, you're right, though. Uh, you, you don't want to be that guy. Be so, the second guy after yeah. Saban. Yeah. Wow. So, so I, I did see this. I thought this was hilarious. It wasn't that many people, but there was a gathering on the campus in Tuscaloosa. People started chanting, anybody but Debo. <laughs> <laughs> they hate Sweeney. They have a memorial out there for Nick Saban. <laughs> They're throwing flowers on it. I'm like, oh, wow. come on. He didn't die. He's just wow. leaving. What, right. Does he go in and sports casting? What does he do? I don't, I, you guys know better I than know. I. So. Also, no press conference from him yet. Just a statement. I mean, I, I, we'll see what happens. Who wow. knows? There it's is one thing wild. with saving guys. Yeah. There's, um, I haven't seen this a lot, but I know it's, it's true. It just hasn't been reported a lot in the past 24 hours. He is a multi-millionaire many times over because of his car business. Oh, yeah. He owns Mercedes dealerships. I heard that. Who? Uh, Saban. You ever see his house yeah. in Alabama? So, I mean, honestly, he might just concentrate on that and make, you know, multi-multi-millions dollars with his Mercedes dealerships because he does very well with those. Look at John Elway. He was the same way. Yeah. He owned half of the dealerships in Denver. Saban was the highest paid state employee in the state of Alabama because of, you know, the, the school. They paid him over the course of his career since 2007, $130 million, which sounds like a lot, and it is. He brought in more than a billion dollars to the school. Oh, jeez. 
Can you imagine if you're the That's president? That's why they pay them that much. What if you're the president wow. of Alabama right now? You're, you, you probably didn't sleep last night, and you probably cried over your breakfast, thinking, what am I going to do? Got to wonder. I don't mm, know. Cow. All right, we'll get mm. to some headlines during Rapid Fire coming up next. But in the meantime, if you haven't checked this out, if you're a fan of this show, it's a big week. They're showing some awesome stuff uh, released from The Sopranos' 25th anniversary. I guess it was today was the 25th anniversary. This is the yeah. exact day it came and out. They're doing something special. Uh, they got the surviving cast members. By the way, James Gandolfini died in 2013. Man. 2013. It's 11 years. It doesn't seem like it's been that long. But sure does. And he was young. And the surviving members, they're having like a cast uh, regrouping. And they're all going to sit and do a special with HBO and talk about the show and, you know, where they are today and what they did. And Because you brought this point up earlier. When the show first came out, Lorraine Brucco was the only name people knew. She was the only name. She was, she was top billing, I think, throughout the entire thing because of that. Isn't little, that wild? No one knew. Completely unknown cast. Little Stevie Van Zant made yeah. his appearance, and everybody goes, oh, my God, yeah. he, cannot, he can also play and he can act. <laughs> it was like, oh. but yeah, look at, look at the stars that came out of that show. Wow. It was great, great show. show. It was. Except for the ending. Yeah, it was a bad, bad ending. Bad ending. They're not redoing that one, by the way. Just they're not so redoing know. the ending. No, it's going to stay the same. But they're re-showing the whole thing. At if HBO. you remember the ending at the diner and they all just looked up and the yeah. screen went black, it's, they got shot, right? Well, that's Does everybody you, agree on that, with that? The, what there is, the door opens. You yeah. hear the ding-a-ling-a-ling, the door yeah. opens, and you assume it's somebody's coming in to shoot them all. Because if you look at all the people in the diner, they're all the heads of all the other families mm. from past families or people that had been killed already. It, the whole whole audience in the restaurant were his enemies. Uh. So when the door opens, you assume it's somebody's finally getting even. We shouldn't have to assume at the end of a show. I, well, I want I'm answers. Just, I need closure. <laughs> Call them up. Right. Tell them to fix it. <laughs> we got rapid fire coming up next. A lot to cover coming up. Boy, it was a busy news cycle. That and more next. The South Florida Morning Show. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. Oh, what a seismic shift in news and sports. And oh my, oh. this has been the busiest 12 hours of a news cycle we've ever had since doing this show. Yeah, it was funny because uh, when we met early this morning, I went, Can you believe what happened overnight? <sighs> the Trump town hall, the DeSantis Nikki Haley, very boring debate. And then Trump saying he's got a VP, but oh, he won't yeah. say it is. Hunter Biden showing up on Capitol Hill. And I'm not going to talk about any of that. <laughs> and I'll let you guys talk about the sports that happened because Bill Belichick was just the lead story on national news. Yeah, he so, was. They transcends sports. Yeah, yep. It really does. It's a big deal. This transcends. This this irks every fiber in my nervous system. What? What happened? Buzz Aldrin. You know who Buzz Aldrin is, sure. right? Love okay. that guy. American Apollo Legend. 11 hero. hero. Yeah. A guy by the name of Charles Duke. You guys know who Charles Duke was? No. He was the youngest person to ever walk on the moon, Apollo 16. Oh, Char- oh Charlie Duke. Charlie Duke. Charlie Duke brought uh, country music to the moon. Really? Oh, did he really? He brought a cassette of, like, Hank Williams. How do you like that? And he was playing it. <laughs> That's well, amazing. these are living legends. Would you not agree? Sure. Oh, yeah. They are going to be inducted in this glitzy ceremony in Beverly Hills. Who else will be joining them as an inductee? Chris Christie. 39-year-old Prince Harry. Why? Yeah, why? Because he flew a helicopter. Not to the moon. I'm just saying. <laughs> what? They're saying that he belongs in this this prestigious event, in this Hall of Fame. It's like the with aviation. The, with the, yes, with like the likes of Buzz Aldrin, Charlie Duke, you know, Neil, you know, I come on. Neil Armstrong and Prince Harry. Because he flew in the war for a yeah. helicopter pilot or was just in the helicopter? Yeah. They, they call it the Oscars of Aviation. Oh John Travolta's the host and the MC. Wow. Well, he's going to call him Adele Dazim. Adele Dazim. <laughs> Please welcome Prince Adele, Adele Dazim. <laughs> anyway, Prince Harry is going to be inducted into this stupid living legend aviation hall. Wow. I don't That's it. really stupid. That really Bad. is pretty stupid. I hope Buzz doesn't show up. Okay, no, because he'll punch him. Yeah, yeah. have him show up. <laughs> Say, who are you, you little pimp? You ever, you ever seen recent, I mean, very recent pictures of Buzz Aldrin, too, the shape that guy's in? He's, he's a great he's shape. He's 90 or 92 or something like yeah, that. He's, he's, like, he's like kind of ripped. Yeah, really? his wife's about 30. Well, yeah. he's a war hero. <laughs> he's got multiple doctorates. He's wow. a yeah, he's physicist. Really smart. He's been to the moon. 
Yeah. The guy's amazing. He's done incredible things. But he's so, no, he's no Prince Harry. No, he's well, no Prince Harry. Apparently. Oh, <laughs> gosh. Well, uh, big news cycle, but uh, seismic shift in just the football industry. Well, even if you take out of the fact that they're football coaches, three of the top paid executives in the country are now free agents. Nick Saban, that was the biggest shocker yesterday, walked away from Alabama after six titles there, seven in his career. He's just walking away. He's done. Doesn't know what he's going to do. He's just he's kind of done. The Seahawks fired Pete Carroll. And expected but still kind of shocking was Bill Belichick and the Patriots parting ways mutually, apparently, after 24 seasons and six titles, three-time coach of the year, uh, uh, developed all kinds of Hall of Famers. And there's going to be a press conference today at noon with Bob Kraft and Bill Belichick. Should be interesting to see. Let me ask you this question, though, because thank uh, thank you to Bonnie, by the way, who reminded us. Saban's got a house here, Jupiter Island. Belichick's got a house here. Right. They're all going to come hang out. I'm telling you, they're going to be at the square group tonight. I'm going to go there, and they're all going to be sitting at the bar having drinks. With Tony La Russa passed out in the car. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> He's their other buddy. Remember oh, that happened? Yeah. Remember. Military oh. Trail PGA Boulevard. <laughs> I remember was, like it was yeah, yesterday. It wasn't good. <laughs> Forgot Not good. about that. Yeah. He was he passed him out with his head on the horn. Yes. Yeah. Asleep. Whoops. <laughs> they found him. Oops. He's like, how much are you guys making? <laughs> I think I think Belichick and Saban are going to do a weekend show here. They're going to break down film on 850 WFTO. That's right, hey, right between go. the blind guys yeah. and uh, and that end of times guy. Yes, it's the it's the Saban Belichick hour on 850 WFTO. It'll it. sound like well, I don't know, uh, well, I don't know. two grumpy old dudes. We'll get VJ to come in and run it. That's right. <laughs> Buddy Sounds VJ like a plan to me. Yeah, so that's uh, that's what's happening in sports. It's well, a lot of openings. Yeah. Okay, so does Pete Carroll go? I'm going to ask you guys, and I know I'm going to extend this. Where's Pete Carroll going? You know, that's interesting. He may go, I don't think Alabama, but I could see him going back to college. Really? Yeah. Well, it's weird because the Seahawks said he's going to stay on with the franchise as an advisor. Oh, he said no. He he's was not. like, I'm out of here. Yeah, I don't see that happening. <laughs> that was The other things were clear cut. This thing was horrible. It was one of those deals where they said it was mutual and it wasn't. They fired him. Yeah, they did. Yeah. I don't know where. Yeah, so with him gone, he was the oldest... Yesterday, he was the oldest coach in the NFL. Yeah. Belichick was now the oldest for a couple of hours of the NFL. Who's the oldest coach in the NFL I now? I look into that. That's a great question. I'm not uh, sure. Andy Reid, I bet you. It probably is Andy Reid. Was yeah. he in his 60s? He's in his 60s. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's Andy Reid. Yeah, that's a good point. Yep. What is just what a shift in the past 24 hours. It's oh, it honestly makes your head spin. Big changes. And uh, to, so to stick with that theme, I love like what if scenarios. Mm-hmm. You know, we talk about, like, with different actors, you know, what if uh, so-and-so got this role, Sean Connery was offered the role of Gandalf and went to Ian McKellen because <laughs> Sean Connery didn't want to do it. They're like, different stuff. Right. Will Smith was offered the role of Neo, but Keanu Reeves did it because Will Smith didn't want to do it. So, of all these scenarios, what if Nick Saban had stayed with the Dolphins and got Drew Brees as his quarterback? Because you think back... I, I, wow. I will tell you, as a Pats fan, that was my biggest fear. That would have been completely, completely different. I thought for sure they were going to get Drew Brees, but it, they said, but they said at the time he had a bum shoulder. It would have changed history. And what yeah, happened was, 2005, yeah. Drew Brees was leaving the San Diego, then the San Diego Chargers, and he was coming off of a major shoulder surgery. And but he was still, you know, people like, hey, he's still going to be really a quarterback. Like, who's going to pick him up? But the injury concern was there. The team doctor for the Dolphins told Nick Saban not to get him. And Nick Saban disagreed. But the franchise said, all right, we're not going to go after Drew Brees. We're going to get Dante Culpepper instead, who's leaving the Vikings. (laughs) Because that happened, Nick Saban said, we're screwed. I'm out of here. And he goes to Alabama. Can you imagine if he actually got the guy he wanted in Drew Brees? I mean, history would have been completely different Maybe. for many franchises. For many franchises, for sure. But it would have that would have been a different different scene for sure in that division. I think. Yeah. Wow. He never goes. To Alabama, quite possibly. Yeah, right. You know, maybe the Dolphins have a lot of success over the past 15 years. I don't know. It, it just It's amazing to think about, though. Wow. <laughs> but here we are today instead. With Pete Carroll now retired, to answer your question, Bill Belichick would take his place as the oldest coach. With Bill Belichick gone, Andy Reid. It is yeah. Andy Reid, right. right? 65. Oh, is he 65? Okay. Yeah, I had to go look it up. Belichick had the oldest co- uh, coach moniker for 12 hours. <laughs> it was it. That was he it. Saw, I, think, I swear <laughs> to God, I thought about this last night with Nick Saban. It's like, oh, Nick's out? Nah, that's it. Time to move Done. on.
Time yep. for change. Best right. friends go together. Yep. Well, if you like Big Macs, McPlans, to head to McDonald's in the very near future. Okay. McDonald's is bringing back the double Big Mac. Oh, my. Now, the last time they introduced it was really days before COVID hit and they shut down the country. Oh, really? So it was kind of a big flop. March 10th, 2020. So they're bringing wow. it back. On January 24th at participating McDonald's, which is probably most of them. What it is is a normal Big Mac, but they got two patties on top, two patties on the bottom. So you got four hamburgers. I got to wow. tell you, I think it evens out the Big Mac. I know that sounds disgusting. There's a lot of meat that clogs your arteries. <laughs> oh, but there's way too much bread. Like, you don't even get the patty with a regular Big Mac. So I think that kind of evens it out. Okay. Well, you go get one on January 24th because it's only for a limited time. The bread soaks it up. It does. My heart's going. (laughs) I know. It's so bad. Boy, I don't know. All right. uh, Real quick. How about an entertainment announcement that came out of Hollywood yesterday? What's that? Never really been a biopic done about uh, Linda Ronstadt. Oh. Till now. Really? Who can you think of that could play her? The Rock. The Rock! Oh, shut up over there! Jimmy Fallon! Stop you two. What would you think about Selena Gomez? I love her. I love her. That's a good choice. You think about it, it's very similar. She could could pull it off. I like it. Yeah. So, apparently that's been announced. Oh, that's pretty cool. I'm looking forward to that. Linda Ronstadt had a great great career. Was it Stone Ponies? Is that what she started with? Was that who it was? Something like that, yeah. I like that. And I'll finish off with this real quick. More NFL news, actually. But they announced that, and this kind of went under the radar because of all the other stuff going on. They announced that the uh, teams who will be hosting the international games next season. Already? I know, right? The Jacksonville Jaguars back at Wembley Stadium in in England. They're trying to move them to London. Uh, They really are. They're going back over there to London. Also in London, the Chicago Bears will be hosting a game there. As well as the Minnesota Vikings. Any more Germany games? There is a Germany game hosted by the Carolina Panthers. And there is a game in Sao Paulo, Brazil, yet to be determined. But the early rumors are that it's going to be the Dolphins. I don't know how true that is, but it's going to be the first ever game in in Brazil next year. They're overexpanding. Too much. It's a lot. Too much. So we'll see how that turns out. But uh, so far, that's what they got. Germany and back to uh, London. Can't wait. (laughs) <laughs> Jen will be watching Oh yeah. yeah Every game That Mexico City game was cool It was I liked that one The players had to walk through the stands To get to the field And it was like Oh It was, it was, it was like Thunderdome Oh it was like, oh, like really? Perfect for the Raiders Yeah It was They anyway. didn't get stabbed They didn't get in trouble no, no. Uh, Yeah that's next time Okay yeah. just asking Alright coming up next Boy uh, The rage over the Stanley Tumbler Cups has only grown this past week You know really? the, those water cup things Well was it because of that burning car thing Oh it was part of it but uh, you know who's talking about it now? John Matarese, our Consumer Reports expert. He's coming in next to uh, give us the update on it. <laughs> Keep it here. The South Florida Morning Show next. Useful information that affects your wallet. The Robes Law Group Consumer Affairs Report with John Matarese. Get him! Get him! Stop him! Stop him! Stop him! Look at this is insane. Do not mess with moms and teenage girls as they try to get their Stanley Cups, Jen. Yeah, boy. What, what, where was that, that fight? Where did it take place? They don't place? know where it was. TMZ had the story. Some guy tried to hop the counter at a Starbucks with a special limited edition pink cup. Oh, right. Okay. And the moms just beat the crap out of them. My daughter got one of those for Christmas, so that's a special edition cup? They are highly sought after, apparently. John Matarese has been on this. You actually told us about this before the holidays. What's going on with these? Yeah, it's just crazy what's been happening. It's the hottest new trend of 2024, you know, the year is, what, two weeks old? Yeah. And, and already, yeah, this is the trend. I mean, you're, you're right. Everybody wants these Stanley drinking cups. And, uh, you know, they exploded on TikTok. And now people are going crazy trying to find these cups. Uh, they're going to Target, and then Target sells out. People are camping out outside <laughs> of Target to get them. I mean, it is just wild uh, what people are doing to get these Stanley drinking cups that, I mean, you know, it. we've had Yeti cups for a decade. You go into any hardware store, they have shelves of Yeti cups. Right, but, right. you know, that's not, that, that's not the hot thing anymore. It's the Stanleys. And, uh, again, it, it started on TikTok, and now people want them in all the different colors. And that's why the pink ones now 
are so in demand. Uh, the pink ones that Target had that sold out instantly, they're going for $300 oh. on eBay for oh. $45. Uh, oh, that, that's man. It. I'm stealing my daughters and putting it up on eBay. <laughs> now, now I get why the guy tried to steal a box of them. Well, no, you're not kidding. Holy cow. Is it because of that, that one TikTok where the girl, the car burned down? And the only thing that. she said, oh, everyone's asking me cup, and she picks up the cup, and it's still got water in it, but ice inside it after the car burned to the ground. So that, that yeah, must have helped yeah. him, right? Right. <laughs> the car burns to the cup, survives. It'll survive nuclear wars. Everyone wants it. You just have to be so careful, though, uh, because scammers are realizing it, and they're posting fake ads everywhere. Yeah. And they're putting up fake ads uh, that claim to be from Dick's Sporting Goods. Uh, with a discount, nineteen dollars sale on these cups. They're not selling them for nineteen dollars or forty-five. Uh, and people are ordering them. They're going, you know, they're seeing it on Instagram. They're clicking the ad. Stanley cups, forty-five dollars, now nineteen. They're placing. I had a woman who placed contacted me. She placed orders for five cups because she thought they were on sale for nineteen dollars. And I mean, she gave her credit card money oh. gone. Uh, also, uh, you have to be real careful with the Stanley website. You know, they have an official website you can order from. There are copycat websites popping up. So you need to be so careful and make sure that you are dealing with the real Stanley Cup site. Well, I'm gonna, I have news for you, though. I'm going to go find that pink one in my kitchen. <laughs> eBay. <Yeah>. Amazon. <laughs> I'm going to put that up. Okay, so explain to me what's going on with these. You pay, buy now, pay later. There's, there's scams going on there, too. Yeah, well, when you're buying your Stanley Cups now, the store may offer you buy now, pay later, uh, because it's the uh, hottest way to pay. Uh, you know, mom mom and dad used to go to Layaway, you know, at Sears. Oh, years yeah, ago, okay, sure. And uh, Kmart, you know, now, uh, you know, of course, that went away. And now it's buy now, pay later, which is where you take something home with you. And instead of spending $200 now or putting on your credit card for 200 you break it down into four installments, $50, $50, $50, $50. And uh, it's popular because they don't charge interest. You know, you put something on a credit card, you don't pay off that bill, suddenly you've got a $30 interest charge. With buy now, pay later, it's spread out, no interest, people love it, but of course there's a catch. There's always a catch, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So what's the catch? The catch, Jen, is that if you miss a payment, uh, you get hit with what can become astronomical fees. And people are, it turns out that people are piling these offers on top of each other. They're doing buy now, pay later for a TV, buy now, pay later for clothing, buy now, pay later for some cool chair for their living room. And you you start adding up. Everyone seems like a small monthly payment. Suddenly, you have $500 in monthly payments. People can't make it, and then you get hit with fees. You know oh. what? Loan sharks have worked the same way for decades. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same exact thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the payday, payday loan places. Right. You know, it's like, this is great. I'll just uh, take out a little extra loan on my paycheck. Mm-hmm. But if you can't pay it back in time and that month, you're going to get hit with so many fees. You don't want that, but you want to stay alert of all yep. this stuff and the scams, too, with the Stanley Cups. Good tip on that. But you've got your Don't Waste yep. Your Money Consumer Report on our news partner, WPTV News Channel 5, but also all of this stuff all over the socials. Where do we find John Matarese there? Yeah, John Matarese Money on Facebook and on Instagram, and John Matarese on X for a daily consumer alert. All right, John, we have to go because Jen is posting on eBay right now a slightly <laughs> previously enjoyed pink Stanley Cup. Hey, I got an offer for two fifty. All right, <laughs> nice. Make some money off that. All right, we'll talk to you All in a right. week. Useful information that affects your wallet. The Robes Law Group Consumer Affairs Report with John Matarese.